Hey everybody, welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one heart-sobbing moment at a time, minute at a time. <laughs> heart-sobbing. Heart-sobbing. I don't know what that is. It's like heartthrob and sobbing mm-hmm. in one. I guess that's a good description. Yeah, there you go. I liked it. I'm Marin Kennedy. And I'm Jess Lowe. And I'm Sam Harris. Hey, Sam. Welcome hey. back. Oh, Thanks thank you. On. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Every it's... time you say, hey, Sam, it reminds me of, hey, Sam. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that Tom Zagura bit, the... Hey, Sam. I, I haven't, but now I want to. Oh. You should look yeah. it up. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Tom Zagura is a good comedian. Uh, he's in one of his specials. That's on Netflix. Anyway. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. I guess we're starting with recommendations. Today. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can always recommend. So, oh, yes. Oh, yes. So this is Minute 21, and it starts with Keanu continuing his heart-sobbing sob story. <laughs> Heartbreaking or heart heart sobbing. That's heart that's what sobbing. it is. You I'll already said it. All right. Um. So he goes. So I come out here month. I come out here from Ohio a month ago, and Lori Petty is watching him like a paranoid, glassy-eyed lemur. And <laughs> he says, "I'd never seen an ocean, any ocean before. I never thought it would affect me so much, but I'm drawn to it or something. I want to do what you do." And she says, or he says, it's the truth. And then she gives in because she's been taken in and manipulated by his parents are dead thing. <laughs> she's, yeah. yeah, she's like, oh, me too, man, me too. And so she says, all right, okay, tomorrow, here, 6 a.m., if you're one minute late, I am gone. But I didn't take you on to raise, so I'll teach you a few things, and then after that, you're going to be on your own, Okay. She's kind of mad at herself. She's like, God. Yeah, she she falls for him, but then she she checks herself. It's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go all the Reel way. It's gonna be a day or two, in. and then yeah. I'm never gonna see him again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she doesn't want to get attached. Yeah. Everything she loves dies. Oh, each man kills a thing he loves. Oh. 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 Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting and kind of sad that Keanu had never seen. I don't know if it, I wonder how true this is. Had he? That, never seen the ocean before? I feel like, I mean, it's always possible, right? Th- that one just, yeah. that set off my bullshit meter a little bit. That one was like, <laughs> I was like, eh, Keanu, come on, buddy. Like that, because it seems like he, that's like, that plays right into the surfing thing. Like, I just, I just, I need to be part of the waves, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And especially because, I mean, I, I believe it. He says he's from Ohio. We can take that as also part of his truth. I, yeah, maybe like yeah. he's actually from Ohio. But when, you know, in the earlier minutes, when he sees the ocean, he doesn't react to it like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is it's this so magical big. water? He does that, yeah. what does is that Ted face water? from Bill and Ted. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. <sighs> but. The ocean, But we, we also come from a place where we are surrounded by water and we grew up surrounded by water. So we've never had a moment of, you know. Yeah. Being landlocked. We take it for granted. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Sam, I assume you spent most of your childhood in Seattle. Oh, yeah. I grew up here. Yeah. 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 So definitely surrounded by water. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, maybe this, maybe it is for people who've never seen it before. Maybe this is like this huge, powerful, life-changing, like, metaphysical Zen moment. And um, my curiosity, though, is do you think for surfers... 
do you think it's for the adrenaline or do you think it's for the love of the water and the ocean and wanting to be a part of it? Or like, what do you think the draw is for, for some people? Like, man, this is such a good conversation for a future minute. Yeah. That I was just watching today, oh, yeah. <laughs> but we can talk about it now. I, well, to respond to that, I think that, uh, just, you know, okay. So I've been surfing once, right. And I was terrible at it. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, but it was fun. Right. And, uh, I don't know. For me, it was relaxing in a way. Like, I think that the big surf stuff is obviously about adrenaline in a big way. But that smaller sort of like just kind of like catching some waves, being out in the sun, it's sort of zen. You know, like I can I can understand that laid back culture that sort of is stereotypical of it. Like, you know, just being being chill out in the surf and kind of a lot of it is just kind of sitting around and floating in the water, to be honest. Like, you know, you don't you don't see that aspect of it in movies. But, yeah, it's just kind of like you're waiting. You have to wait for the the waves to come. Right. And they're all the time. And most of the time it's just not doing it. So, yeah. Interesting. So did you, you said you were bad at it, but did you succeed in like catching a wave? Yeah, yeah, like three times. We were out there all day and I got up three times and it was great. Like when you're, you know, because like it it feels a little bit like flying too. Like you get it and you're being pushed by the water, which is kind of magical. And you're just kind of like the wind is in your face and you've been sitting in the water trying to catch these fucking waves for like four (laughs) hours. And you finally get one, and you're like, yeah, and then it's over in, like, 30 seconds. And you go, you paddle back, and your arms are sore. It's wonderful. Nice. Go surfing. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, you pretty much are the expert. I think out of everyone... You're the first guest we've had yeah. that's actually surfing. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Us. You know, fun fact, there's actually good surfing in Washington. You just have to don, like... Oh, yeah. The wettest of suits to, to make sure that you're not... Well, I guess a dry suit would be better, but make sure you're not, I've like... I've heard that. Uh you know, dying of hypothermia or whatever. Yeah. God. I had an eighth grade teacher who was like, she was way too much of a, I'm so whimsical and I'm Ugh. so free spirited for me to take her seriously. But she um, would go surfing in the Puget Sound. She oh said. yeah. Yeah. So, How does that happen? Where do you go surfing I in the don't. Puget Sound? I, I guess you could get some small waves. I think yeah. she mostly just kind of paddled around and floated <laughs> there. Uh-huh. I'll be honest. She was like probably like mid to late sixties. So I mean, maybe I, this, that's me being ageist. I take that back. So yeah. Yeah, I, I hate to bring this up, but it's coming out. I remember when I watched the movie Twilight. They went <laughs> surfing in Washington. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah. oh. Did they so, really? There's oh, your well. proof. Oh, there you honestly. go. There like, you go. That movie's very accurate. Was it filmed in Washington? I think so. Yeah. Part, partly, at least. I think some of it was filmed in Kalama, too. We drive past Kalama a lot on our way from Portland to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Oh. Twilight um, Facts, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so now the scene has changed. They are walking on the beach. They are backlit. They're... Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and this, <laughs> I have a note about this where it's like, this sat, you know, the hun- Hundreds of Tears by Sheryl Crow is playing. It's a very dramatic, very sad sort of song about heartbreak and life. And then it just completely changes moods. To like this upbeat music, yeah. But there's also, I mean, she says this is like 6 a.m. You know, in the previous scene, she's like, we're meeting here at 6 a.m. 
And since the restaurant is right across the street from the ocean, I'm assuming all they have to do is walk across the street. Yeah. But for some reason, there is this, like, crowd of people walking in front of them, laughing hysterically. <laughs> and it's pretty bright. Yeah. There is no laughing well, before noon. That's just not something <laughs> that happens. Rule, yeah. yeah. So, well, I just... we don't... I mean... I guess we can assume since it, like she, they haven't gotten in the water yet that it's pretty early on in their lesson. But I was going to say, like, we don't know that it's right at the beginning. It could be later in the day. I feel like it was pretty much right at the beginning. Yeah, because, yeah, it's like doing the beginning, like, pop up. and He's just, like, standing on the surfboard on the beach, just sort of getting to learn how to like, and it's jump even up before. on the board. I mean, they make, the, they make motions like they're setting their surfboards down. Yeah. So, yeah, we do see the, the montage indicates right. that it is the beginning. They have they have the hallmarks of the beginning of the montage. Yeah. Yes, because then there is like oh, first of all, here's actually the proof that it's the beginning. Lori Petty is in her weird tank wetsuit that looks like a wrestler's uniform, and she says, "Stop here. Do you agree to do exactly as I say when I say it?" Sure. So if, that is the beginning. That's before they've set up. It's before they do yeah. anything. And she did say, "If he's late." She will not be there. She will not tolerate yeah. tardiness uh, yeah, at all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So he had to have been on time. Um, but I was going to bring up, yeah, it's it's very bright. And as we saw in a previous minute, uh, Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves checking out a, a car, a drop car uh, crime scene. Supposedly 7 p.m. 7.30, I think. Yeah. It said 7.30, and it's like pitch black. So <laughs> In the summer. Time is yet strange. inconsistency. Down there, yeah. Yeah, and I'm curious how much reflection you would actually... Because there's a ton of reflection off of the water. Like, that is what's creating the backlit in the scene. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious how much reflection there actually is in the morning versus at sunset. Because I'm assuming this would be about sunrise. Um, yeah. yeah. So this unleashes the montage yeah. where Keanu is in the his first own of version. Several. The first of several. First of several. And he is in his own version of a Lisa Frank wetsuit. It's just very bright with his black. I mean, it's not the full um, Lori Petty, Lisa Frank top, but, you know, there's some hints of it there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he is posed on his surfboard, and it's super bright outside. And Lori Petty is walking around him going, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> I noticed that, too. Stand- I, I took note of that specifically. Exactly. I liked the way that pop. she was saying pop. Over and over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she's just she's just drilling him. She's a, she's a spunky little firecracker. Spunky little firecracker. <laughs> she, she, would you want Lori Petty as your surf instructor, or would you want Patrick Swayze? Uh, Lori Ooh. Petty. Lori Petty, probably. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, she's, she says, I don't know. I don't man. know. She says pop, and it, you know, it <laughs> yeah, makes good. you want to pop. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, I, I, Lori Petty's very attractive, but um, I mean, so is Patrick Swayze. Uh, I feel like, I mean, we haven't officially met Bodhi in this movie yet, but I, we've talked about him. Um, I feel like he has has more of a little bit more of a Zen attitude, and I feel like he might be a more uh, he, te- he might teach in a more forgiving kind of calm way. A I, more I'm spiritual go with Bodhi. way. Yeah, you talk about the spirituality of it. I would probably just 
my brain would be empty um, if he was teaching me to surfboard and I would not pay attention to anything. Yeah. So I would never <laughs> learn how to surf. I'd be like, oh, I fell in the water. Save me. I can't swim or something. Whereas with Lori Petty, I'd be like, okay, I'm actually going to learn how to surf. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, the minute ends with Lori Petty saying, you stand straight up. And then in the next minute, she'll go on to continue what happens when you stand straight up. So anything else about this particular part of the minute before we move on to our recommendations? Now, standing straight up, does she mean like like tall, like posture wise? Or is she talking about like standing up immediately? Because if you stand up straight on a surfboard, you're you're going to fall. You're going to fall over. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to happen. You kind of crouched. Yeah, yeah, you balance. you saw his stance, his sort of uh, his very Keanu surfboard Hovering. stance a couple seconds yeah. prior, right? I feel like that's yeah. terrible advice to stand straight up. I hope that the second half of the sentence that she's saying is is better advice. Yeah, for like surfing. you stand straight up, you die. Yeah, something. yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she might she might just mean like quickly. Yeah, I that's know. that's what I figured. Yeah, I hope so. I but, hope so. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to stand straight. You don't want to lock your knees or anything like that. Yeah. Lock your knees. Stand straight up. Lock your knees. Make sure yeah. that you put all your, your center of gravity very high when you're surfing. Yeah, you basically have to make your body into a surfboard. Yeah, exactly. Like surfboard. exactly. That way, if you fall, That's... you go with the wave. Yes. Yeah. I did, I did write, uh, they both have such pretty eyes. They I do. I just wanted to share that. Dreamy. Oh, she has it... her saucer eyes and he has his mud puppy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> mud puppy. Yeah. I love that phrase. <laughs> um, yeah, you really get a, a close up on their faces and this the, the camera zooms in even closer and you see their their pretty pretty eyes looking at each other. And the music swells. The music does swell. I I've noticed that. Yeah. It's sort of like it becomes overpowering almost. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. That Cheryl Crow song. Yeah. Yeah. In the my dope heart. Year in, in my dreams. Tonight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The longest night. Yeah. <laughs> Hundreds of tears. Yeah. Hundred. Exactly a hundred tears. Exactly a hundred tears. No more, no less. This is I, I am robot Cheryl Crow. <laughs> I wrote a hundred tears. A hundred tears of oil falling down my metal face. I cannot soak up the sun, for I will rust. <laughs> Every day is a perfectly straight road. Okay. All right, Sam. Do you want to kick off our recommendations? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a TV show this time. I got awesome. I got movie and I got game. Now let's do TV show. I'm gonna ooh the trifecta. The, the yeah, the trifecta. Exactly. Yeah. So this time I'm gonna recommend it's a show that. Cass, my girlfriend, and I have been binging lately. It's called I Zombie, and uh, it sounds okay. I'm a level with you. The premise okay sounds pretty terrible. Uh, it's got a it's got a bad name and it's got a weird premise. The whole premise is that a detective whose name is Liv Moore becomes a zombie and starts solving crimes by eating people's brains and gaining their memories and personality traits. <laughs> and her name is. Live Her more. name is Liv Moore. Yes. Okay. Uh, awesome. So you know, uh, there's that. Um, it was created by the people. So it's based on a comic book that I actually haven't read. Uh, oh. I'm interested in reading it, but uh, it it was created by the people who did uh, uh, Veronica Mars. Um, so it's oh. oh yeah, it's a good 
it's a good show. It's like, you know, it's not like the most, you know, it's not like amazing or challenging or anything like that. Like, you're not going to be blown away by it. But, it, like, good actors, uh, really solid script. Like, it's a good writing, um, just solid stuff all around. It never really dips in quality. Like, I haven't, we've, we're most of the way, we're like in the finale of season two. There's three seasons on Netflix, and they're in their fourth right now, I think. Um, and there hasn't been, like, a dip in quality yet. So, you know, and, and, uh, we we followed because we're weird like that. We followed all the actors on Instagram and stuff because they're fun people mm-hmm. and they seem to all be friends. So it's like a good cast of people who work well together, uh, with good writing and a weird, unique premise. So go check that out. Awesome. Nice. So is it kind of like a supernatural? Um, it's yeah. Kind of I mean, it's on the CW. So there's that. Um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, it's sort of. A, it's uh, so she's a detective, right? So while well, she's like the medical examiner, it's how she gets her brains. Um, mm, okay. But she works with the. It, also, it takes place in Seattle. Fun fact. Um, awesome. But it's not. I mean, it's not filmed in Seattle because nothing is. But anyways, um, they they do a lot of name throwing out. Like they'll be like, oh, we got a we got a crime out in Mercer Island that we got to go check <laughs> out. Uh, but like, yeah, it's it's good stuff. So I don't. It's a I real had... Fraser Crane type. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, they there was one scene uh, towards the end of this season that was actually filmed in Seattle, and we both freaked out a little bit, but it was good. No, it's like nice. a procedural. It's sort of a procedural, but it does have like yeah. an overarching plot too. So like, there's it's kind of like each episode is its own contained case that they have to solve. Okay. That then you know other plot stuff will tie into and stuff like that. It's just fun. You know, it's nice, nice. and easy to watch. Good stuff. I zombie. Good stuff. I zombie. Yeah. Awesome. I human. <laughs> I I robot Cheryl Crow. Okay. Um, I'll we've gone in the same order every time. I guess we'll just continue yeah. it. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna recommend only yesterday. Only yesterday uh, came out last year in theaters in English for the first time. It's a. Uh, it's from the sort of the. I don't know if it's actually Studio Ghibli, but it's from oh, that crew. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. It's from uh, 1991. Directed by Iseo Takahata, and um, it's it, it's a little bit different from the sort of normal Studio Ghibli Ghibli Ghibli. Mm-mm, I don't know. Ghibli. I don't know. G- I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little different because there's there are no supernatural or fantasy aspects to it. Um, it has the same animation style, beautiful animation, same. Um, same uh, music, uh, same uh, score composer, Joe Hisaishi, who uh, some of the, some of my favorite scores are, are from those movies, and he he does a good job. And it's just um, it's based on a graphic novel, and it's just basically this twenty seven year old woman is going back to a farm that she used to stay at when she was a little girl, and she has memories of when she was a little girl, and reconnects with her childhood basically. And that's about it. And uh, I had a really interesting, interesting experience watching this movie. I watched it with my mom, which uh, most movies I would say that's not the ideal way to do it. But with this one, <laughs> uh-huh. it was actually uh, very fitting because it was you know about childhood and growing up, I guess. So it, when I was watching it, I was thinking this movie is super boring. I'm not really getting into this. I I don't get it. This is I don't know. But then after it was over, and like. The whole rest of the day after that, I was I kept thinking about it, and it, it had kind of a meditative effect on me. It was just so like thoughtful and uh, 
just well you know paced in a kind of way that kind of just undid unhooked my brain a little bit and i started thinking about things that i hadn't thought about in a while it was really good i i really recommend it in a sort of a different way than i usually watch movies it's a had a different effect so hmm. only yesterday and the um the english language stars are daisy ridley and dev patel huh. so there you they're, go they're pretty good voice actors they, yeah. they do a pretty good job awesome only yesterday all right, so mine, actually, I was going to talk about one thing, but it totally reminded me of something else. I might have already recommended recommended this, recommended this, um, but I'm going to recommend Green Room. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah, so Green Room is, is a horror movie that's not a perfect horror movie, and as I've said before, horror movies have to be judged on a very different set of scale than a regular movie. And at some point I will go into my thoughts on that, but that's not Mm. right. What I'm going to do right now. Um, so green room is, um, a horror movie starring Anton Yelchin, Aaliyah Shakat, and everybody's favorite Patrick Stewart. Sexiest man alive. Patrick Stewart. Oh yeah. Why has he won? No, that was just a part of, that was a part of the, the, controversy as well like people were posting on twitter when it was uh blake shelton that it should be either Idris Elba or patrick stewart well patrick stewart posted a picture of him from uh uh television uh tv guide Mm -hmm. from like 1992 and he looks pretty great i mean he always looks pretty (laughs) great he just like you know a bunch of people retweeted it he's just perfect um what if he starred in a remake of this movie and he played um keanu reeves what? <laughs> just so he played like a seventy-year-old Keanu Reeves. I must <laughs> say, like... I, I just joined the FBI. <laughs> I'm a surfer now. <laughs> I've been living be my Bodie. parents' life. <laughs> Actually, I would buy him as Bodie a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean he's he's this older, be... but I could I could buy him this as would that. Be, uh, I think he point smokes. Break the later years. <laughs> yeah, I think he smokes in a pot to be Bodie too. Well, it's like the James McAvoy to Patrick stoner. Stewart yeah. thing, where he ages. It's Keanu Reeves ages into Patrick Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> I could buy that. Yeah, sure. I, buy I mean, Patrick Stewart's kind of looked the same for like twenty years. So has yeah, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They both, look, they so both pretty much. That's why he'd be perfect if all of a sudden Keanu Reeves goes from just turns into Patrick like Stewart. Five. He to he, always looking like he's seventy. Yeah, he pupates or whatever a moth does <laughs> turns into Patrick Stewart. Yeah, he, and that's his like, final phase. We don't we don't really hear from Keanu Reeves for a few years because he's been in his chrysalis, yeah. and then he emerges as the beautiful butterfly of Patrick Stewart, <laughs> and then he can act, um, and then it's full circle. Yes. Uh, Whoa. So, <laughs> Green Room, yeah, with Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart plays the villain in this movie, and he plays an American villain, which hmm. is awesome. Fun fact. Um, uh, Patrick Stewart's voice coach for Green Room mm, yes. has also been Murren's voice coach. So, so oh, that's basically, awesome. <laughs> basically best friends with Patrick Stewart. They're basically besties. Um, I could, also, I could buy that. Green Room was filmed not far from Portland. So another reason why Murren and Patrick Stewart are besties, because they're so close to each other. True. Um, if I, if, and also, if I had been... Like in the acting scene in Portland, just like two years before I moved to Portland, I it's possible I could have been in this movie. Oh. Like I know I know someone who's in it. 
Was it? Is that just who, like infuriating? I, someone who has the same agent as I do is in it. Yeah, it's really infuriating. Yeah, it's it's a, okay. <laughs> so it's a good movie, um, and it is directed and written by Jeremy Saulnier. I'm gonna guess is how mm-hmm. you pronounce his yeah. last name. He also did Blue Ruin. Um, and one might go, oh, interesting. Blue Ruin and Green Room, both color movies. Yes. So, um, <laughs> where Blue Ruin has a lot of shades of blue, which sounds super dopey, um, but it actually makes for a very beautiful and more subtle than one would think, um, cinematic experience. Um, the same thing happens in Green Room. So, yes, it takes place in Green Room. The Green Room is not literally green. Um, but they do a, a really good job of utilizing green tones as well as the natural foliage of the Pacific Northwest to really set this really interesting mood. Um, and it is about this punk rock band who is basically forced to fight for survival inside of a green room of a seedy punk rock club after they witness a a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. So you're dealing with Mr. Neo-Nazi skinhead Patrick freaking Stewart fighting Anton Yelchin, fighting Aaliyah Shakat, fighting dogs. And it makes really great use of subtlety in a lot of parts. Um, It's definitely... uh, It utilizes its lower budget by basically filming in one room. Um, A really gross-looking, dirty room. A really (laughs) gross-looking, dirty room. And it does shock you in a few times because you're you're watching this understated movie. And then all of a sudden there are a couple scenes of pretty graphic violence. Um, But it's worth it because it's just such a unique... Um, horror film and that's what I like to look for in horror films is something that's going to be unique um, and and well made and I would say it it fits both those categories yeah it's it's great Um, and I just wanted to say if if you're someone who would like to go out and punch all the Nazis that are being annoying right now in the world uh, but you're not someone who punches people you can watch this movie and get some aggression out yes a lot of Nazis get fucked up yeah it's pretty awesome Um, yeah it's Without ruining anything, I will say the ending, um, as with most horror movies, left a little bit to be desired, but it's still satisfying. I just think it could have been done. Yeah, there, there's one part that just doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, um, but it was just a tiny part, yeah. and overall the movie's great. Yeah, um, yeah. He's wearing so, like a a Brian Cranston hat in that one, right? Like a Heisenberg kind of hat. I feel like I saw ads for that movie. Am I am I thinking yes. of something else? Yeah, he's got like a. A, a scary, a scary white guy hat on, for lack of a better word. He, yeah, I don't know if he actually wears it for that much of the movie because oh, he's still okay. got to have that bald head of oh, yeah. Patrick oh, yeah. Stewart. Um, because you got gleaming see that in the moonlight. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and I'm just gonna kind of hitch a smaller recommendation on with it. Blue Ruin is a very interesting movie. Maybe I'll make it another recommendation for another day. Because actually, now that I say it, I really want to talk about it more. So, <laughs> yeah. Green Room. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you once again for tuning in to the, the soothing, wavy sounds of Point Break Minute here at Point Break Minute Central. I'm going to get this outro down eventually. Yeah. At the, at the Break House at here. At the Break House. I like, okay. Break House. I like that. 
Uh, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. We're also on Google Play. Uh, check out our um, Facebook group, the Point Break Minute Listeners Surf Shop. You can talk about, you can continue the conversation there. Post uh, factoids or articles. Or... Who would you cast in a Patrick Stewart remake of Point Break? Yeah. The later years. So Patrick Stewart's Bodie? Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Swayze no. has to be in it. The two Patricks. We could just reunite. Yeah. But Patrick not Swayze Keanu Reeves. Patrick is past, uh, past from this world, unfortunately. Yeah. But oh. I guess this is all fantasy anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. And make sure you check out Sam's um, blog and his little web series on YouTube. Will you remind us of that name real fast, Sam? Yeah, the blog is called Optimistic Gamer Blog. Go to OptimisticGamerBlog.com or just Google Optimistic Gamer Blog. Let's see how many times awesome. I can say Optimistic Gamer Blog. And then uh, check out You Should Play on YouTube. Find links to that in my blog. There is a, uh, a Facebook page as well that I post to regularly whenever I update my blog. It's uh, Optimistic Gamer 90 is the, uh, is the thing I'm pretty sure now i'm right. gonna have to double check on that while while we're For doing this optimistic perspective on gaming exactly exactly awesome yeah that's a, that's a good thing for the world to have yeah i i thought so too it's you know it's why i started the blog a little positivity like... never hurt anybody most yeah. of the time most of the time <laughs> yeah that's what we need now that was positivity yeah all right. Well, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us at the Breakpoint, uh, the br- Breakpoint House. Yeah. <laughs> at the Break House, uh, and, uh, Sam. And um... <laughs> always a pleasure to be here. And, uh, <laughs> oh, good. Tune in. Uh, tune in next week for another Point Break Minute. Woo! Woo! Woo!